gun line, gun line, gun line. Fire mission coming down. I'm your host, Lopez. You're listening to the On the Gun Line podcast midweek memo, where we'll discuss random bullshit that's been going on just to keep y'all up to date till we get to the weekend, where I'll have another episode for y'all. And bottom, bottom, that would be, I think, uh, the ESPN intro. Um, I have a guest here with me on the midweek memo is Lopez Squared. And um, and the reason I brought him on here is because I think he probably knows a little bit more regarding um, sports than I do. But before we tap on that, I do want to mention, apparently there was a blackout. Did anybody hear about a blackout? The, the world stopped for a day. Oh, man, apparently. yeah. Because I heard that the Raiders got crushed. Isn't that the blackout people were talking about? <laughs> they did get crushed. I heard they got fucking stomped on in L.A., you know what I'm saying? But no, seriously, about this blackout, I, I honestly had no fucking idea bro i honest i was at work i went to the office to work and when i'm at the office i really don't have time to check on my fucking socials because i'm actually trying to work yeah. versus yeah. being here at home where i'm just like oh, i'm gonna twiddle the detally dumb check facebook so what happened do we have any idea yeah so um the well the blackout so mark zuckerberg is saying it's just like it was like a server just going down and a big issue that was happening. But what we know is the prior, the night prior, there was a whistleblower wow. who was speaking on, uh, she had, she was an employee of Facebook. She's worked for Google and Pinterest and stuff like that. And so she was speaking on, she actually took 10,000 pages of, of research done by Facebook. And she was basically letting um, 60, 60 minutes know that they do like to show the, uh, the stuff that's going to get people engaged as far as like harmful, like, Oh, you're a Republican. So we're going to show you democratic viewpoints to get you to engage with them and right. kind of sit on Facebook all day and fight. Right. And, and uh, so I'm assuming that had something to do with it after that, because she also brought up that after the election, they kind of did away with the, um, with some of the programs they did, like right. the, the misinformation programs and stuff like that. So I'm assuming it was tied in. They're Dude, trying to say it's not. It's funny you brought that up because I watched the uh, grilling that they did on her ass um, in Congress. And as far as like the algorithms and all that good shit, which, by the way, I appreciate you liking, subbing and fucking commenting. And all y'all on the YouTubes and whatnot, do me the same solid, man. Like, subscribe. And I don't care if you comment in there that I'm a piece of shit. If you dislike <laughs> anything to get the fucking algorithms going, because apparently yep. that's how shit works. And yep. from what this chick was saying that, um, you know, the, like it mainly like the, they were focusing on kids as far as um, um, and the Congress and the congressional hearing portion. And um, and just to let y'all know, this is completely starting off with what we weren't going to start off with. But and it's not political. It's all about fucking actually Zuckerberg being a dick. Right, uh, we're right. supposed to, about to talk about the blackout. I didn't know about the blackout until afterwards. Honestly, all of y'all that got affected by it because it did stop. Well, people were complaining and bitching about it. Get a fucking life. But um, anyways, right. now that there's no longer a blackout, though, do me a favor. Go to GIVandals.com and pick up this sweet shirt right here. Hey. 
And if you can't it see up. it, it says U.S. Army shark attack veteran. There's nothing to tell the fucking new schoolers how much of a bitch they are than by letting them know you didn't have a shark attack. I did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can even get an old man hat like the one I'm wearing that says um, mine is different, obviously. But you could. I'm just saying rub it in their face a bit. G.I. To, to kind of explain what a shark attack is. Uh, imagine doing everything you're told correctly and still getting yelled at two inches away from your fucking face. Because it doesn't matter what you do, you're going to get yelled at, you're going to get harassed, and you're going to fucking be feeling some stress. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, for those that don't understand it, it's just part of the culture to basically break you down mentally. And, and it's a rite of passage in a way. Yep. You know, you get yep. yelled at, you get smoked the fuck out. It's To me, it's a rite of passage. And uh, unfortunately, they've done away with it. But whatever. You know, you guys go ahead and do your fucking 100 miles of friendship or whatever the fuck y'all call it. Um <laughs> But yeah, um, my understanding from what I was seeing on it had to do with like fucking um, there were kids that were, first of all, not supposed to be on there because 13 and younger or younger than 13 can't be on there. But let's be real. Who's going to put the real fucking age? Well, I disagree. Facebook has a whole sector now made and marketed for kids. They have a Facebook kids now. They have a, a messenger kids now. For kids. Nice. So, no, no. But, okay, apparently, allegedly, on the real Facebook, there's not supposed to be a real face. The real oh, Facebook. Yeah, yeah. The kids are not supposed to be on there. 13 and younger or under yeah. 13. So, but, again, realistically speaking, they're not going to put the real fucking age. Like, right. they, these kids are so fucking technologically smart and advanced. You know, come on now. Let, let's be real. These guys aren't stupid. So. Yeah. My and- six-year-old has a smartphone. Dude, it broke me having to buy my nine-year-old smartphone. But it was mainly because I leave her ass here at, uh, alone sometimes. And there's no, and don't go fucking snitching on me, motherfuckers. But, That's uh, legal. That's <laughs> legal in the state of Texas. It is. Oh, really? I looked it up. Yeah. Good shit. Good shit. Because, I, <laughs> um, you know, it's, there's no house phone anymore. You know what I mean? If there's no house no. phone, how's she going to get a hold of me? So I bought her that. And now she's 11 years old. She goes to school. And she texts me every once in a while. And, um, you know, that's me though, on a hard days going at lunchtime. I think she's allowed to text. So, mm. yeah. And I only know it's legal because I saw that there was a, I went on a call one time and there was a kid in a house by himself and he was, uh, he was, uh, 11 or 12. And, uh, we called the cops cause we were trying to gain entry. And they said that it was legal that there's no age limit that as long as they can take care of themselves and they're inside safe, then it's legal to be home alone. Word. Fucking word makes sense, man. It makes complete fucking yeah. sense. You know, a lot of states aren't like that, though. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, they're all fucking nanny states. I mean, mm-hmm. again, I was fucking brought up in an era where we were latchkey kids. You know what I'm saying? I used yeah, to go, yeah. I used to get into my house. Funny story, because I ca- I kept losing my keys to the house, and my parents were like, "Fuck that, you can wait outside." Okay. Yeah. So we had a doggy door that we never used. You know, in the backyard. And I was small enough to fit through there. That's how young I was, y'all. <laughs> I would fit in through the fucking doggy door and um and get in. Or I would break into through my um my bathroom window, yep. which is a slide open window. Again, I mean, that's how small and scrawny I was. So not like now I'm a big fat piece of shit with man titties. But um, anyways, yeah, man. So that blackout, man, it caused a lot of stress in a lot of people, man. I guess uh people weren't up to date on on their news <laughs> so yeah. they don't know what to do with their lives if they would have fucking noticed um i mean it would have been better if it went out like after monday night football yeah 
because uh, the Chargers crushed a motherfucking um, the Chargers Raiders. crushed the Raiders. And um, who is your team again? I'm a Patriots fan. How did that go with y'all? Um, surprise. So I don't do moral victories, but surprisingly, I was I was impressed by the defense. Well, I mean, we have a good defense. And everybody knows that Belichick is a really good defensive-minded coach. He's won Cheater. two Super Bowls Cheater. before he was even a coach, a head coach. Cheater. Super Bowls on defense. Yeah, say what you say what you will, but if he ain't trying. But I will say, I will say, I wanted to be. I, I love Brady. I'm never gonna turn my back on him. But I wanted to kick his fucking ass. Of course. And we kind of did, but you don't kick a fifty a fifty-six yard field goal to win the game in a fucking monsoon with a kicker who can't kick more than forty yards. So. No, we deserve to lose, dude. Um, I I feel your pain. Um, I I really honestly feel your pain, especially when you love a quarterback so much who's been <laughs> an, a dynamic piece of that puzzle. One of the greatest, yeah. You know, I I started watching the Packers play in the Brett Favre era, mm. so um, it, I don't know much about Dun uh, Majikowski. Or McCalfrey, I don't, I don't know much about him. I started watching when Favre was already in, so yeah. um, he's the main reason I became a Packers fan. That and the fact that they would never leave their city for another fucking, you know, their franchise would never leave. I was well because still, they're owned by the fans. In theory, they don't have so, an actual owner, right? So that was the reasoning of me not going to the, the when I was a Raiders fan. That's how much they impacted me, bro. So um, when the Raiders left, so seeing them lose, not going to lie. I kind of rooted for them a little bit, you know, as my AFC team, but I recently adopted the Cleveland Browns as my AFC team. So oh, that's a bad choice, man. That's I don't a know. bad choice. One of I my, know. my boys, um, one of my boys uh, that I work with, huge, huge Cleveland fan, huge Cleveland fan. Oh yeah. They're diehards. And he said, um, he said, this might be their year. He said, you know, Green Bay versus Cleveland. I don't know. Man. Okay. Okay. So you me. know what the, you know what the rumors are? So the rumors are that Rodgers is going to Cleveland next year. Are you still going to be a, a Browns fan next year? Or is that going to still be your AFC team? Yeah. Or would that make them more your AFC team because he's going there? Oh, I mean, I think that would be like a icing on the cake if he was to go yeah. there. Because honestly, in my honest opinion, I, I need to see love step up in the pocket more. Uh, I need to see him yeah. in the game. I, I I get that we're still, you know, in um, we're still trying to take advantage of having Rodgers with us because he still can sling that motherfucking ball. Oh yeah, and I don't want to see MVP him, last year. I don't want to see him go the way of Brett Favre, you know, where he was bitter and then it went to the Jets, garbage, and then he went to <laughs> one of our fucking rivals of all things, yep, to the, the fucking, Vikings, to the fucking Vikings. And fucking, um, you know, so, I mean, I'm okay with it if he moves. I just, I would rather have him retire with the Packers, honestly. I think that he should hang up his coat on a high note. You know, being that he was the MVP last year would have been perfect. You know, yeah. people will question, why did you retire? Well, maybe because I like my body and, you know, I don't want to hurt him. But now he's looking very douchebaggy, too. He's looking very yep. fucking hipster. Uh, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with him. He looks like he takes a fucking finger in the ass. Not that there's anything <laughs> wrong with it, you know, but I mean, by a guy, not a girl. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. <laughs> He's just not the same Rodgers that I knew. And um, again, honestly, in all honesty, I'd like to see uh, what Jordan Love has to bring 
and he's going to have to get more snaps. He's going to have to develop and develop the team around him. You know what I mean? I think Jordan, I think Jordan Love is going to be okay. I really do. I hope so. I mean, he's got some big, big shoes to fill. Favre. Yeah, but so and, did Rodgers. Favre and then Rodgers. I mean, but yeah. Rodgers, you know, what I, what I did like about Rodgers is that he was humble and he waited his time. You know, he's like, I'm learning. I'm coming under the, the un, you know, at that time, what would be considered the greatest of all time. You know, yeah. now I, I'm not going to conversation. Oh, yeah. Now, I, I mean, definitely Brady has to get it. You know, yeah. whether I love him or hate him, I, which I fucking hate him. I'm not going to lie. Full <laughs> disclosure. I hate him as a football player. As a person, yeah. he seems like he's a cool person. I don't know him personally. Yeah. But, um, you know, Favre was always going to be like in my my number one. Then Brady's just fucking Brady, bro. He make. I honestly thought, okay, it's um, it's just him and Gronk, and it's his team around him that make him. That motherfucker went to Tampa Bay and proved that all that shit. I mean, he Gronk is part of a puzzle, but right. So, so the thing with Brady is, and the argument for why people held up, people hated him obviously because of the cheating allegations. And when you win, you just get hate from people. Right. But the thing with Brady was everyone said he was a system quarterback, just as the exact same thing you're saying. He was a product of Belichick, the great defenses. And I think going to Tampa has ended that discussion, but I don't even, that's not even fair because he has way more talent in Tampa than he ever had in New England. He did more with the Julian Edelman's with the West Welkers, Troy Brown's Deion branches, these nobodies that tried to go other places and weren't right. good in New England. So it, th- th- that's why I always argue that that system QB thing is stupid. It's the dumbest argument because he wins with anybody. Now that he's in Tampa, he went to a stacked roster. He has three of the best receivers in the game. He has Gronkowski, the, one of the best running backs in the game, and one of the best defenses in the game. But because it's a different team, yeah. the way that simpletons look at it is, oh, it's not the same system. No, he brought the system that he had in New England with him to, to, to uh, Tampa. And I'm just happy that he's finally getting the credit he deserves and the hate kind yeah. of going away because he needed it yeah i think with uh even after this i think he should retire because he has that fucking um he has that that monkey off his back that it was only yeah. in, in new england that he could win yep. you know yep. um and yeah man how did the rest of the fucking nfl do this here the damn boys win them boys did win and they're looking pretty good actually fuck them boys listen listen you're not gonna find someone who dislikes the cowboys more than me mm. but I got to give them credit. The only loss they have this year was against Tampa Bay and the Bucks week one. And they played them tough and they looked good against them. Yeah. And I have never seen the cow. The Cowboys have always been hot and cold. They'll have a great game and then they'll look like straight caca tomorrow. Right. This year, they actually look like they can contend. This year, they're actually good. Every game, they've been good. They're running the ball. Zeke's running again. Dak's doing what he's got to do. <coughs> Excuse me. And then the defense looks really improved, even though they just dropped Jalen Smith, a Pro Bowl linebacker for no fucking reason. But they look good this year. And I hate to say it. I hate the Cowboys, but they they, they could make some damage. You know, um, you have uh, the – you have the greatness of not having uh, – I mean, it sucks that you didn't get to serve under these people, but at the same time, there's a plus to it. Because, for example, uh, Smoke Norwood, uh, yeah. my my Chiefs aren't Taylor. Um, I've heard yeah. a lot about them. Great, great people. Fucking awesome people. But will never shut the 
fuck up about the goddamn them boys. Them boys. So just imagine my platoon sergeant, my section chief, a couple of my NCOs, because Natividad and fucking Hunt were Cowboys fans. Just all of them all over schlobbing that fucking cowboy cock. God damn. Natividad is in my fantasy league, and his name is uh, uh, We Them Boys or some bullshit like that. Yeah, man. I got a one five. Uh, I got a one oh five for them boys. You know, brought to you by Red Leg Custom Woodworks. Go check out the homeboy at Red Leg Custom Woodworks, man. He will hook you up with a beautiful piece of artillery made out of. Now that's inert, right? Hmm? Oh, okay, good. I was say that's inert, right? But it's wood. I thought it was real. It looks real. No, th- this is fucking straight wood, like fucking <laughs> wood, bro. You know, not plastic, not no fucking fake shit. This is wood put on the spinny thing and like fucking dude down to the fuse like everything ah oh, like you know so make sure y'all go check them out over at motherfucking red leg custom woodworks that's right i'm learning how to motherfucking mix shit in so shots hey. fired cowboys fans <laughs> dude i'm getting too good at this marketing shit right <laughs> you're getting pretty you're getting pretty good and your segues are oh, oh, perfect yeah i like dude. it i like it Dude, I mean, I tell you, it's not easy for me to sit down and watch an hour long podcast and I have no problem watching yours. I think they're fucking amazing. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. You just made my fucking day. I have a it's hard time truth. doing it myself. I could do I could do a 15. I could do a 20 minute push a 30 minute by myself. Yep. I can do it by myself, you know, but there's only so much I can talk about. Like, for example, with football, I'm not ESPN. I'm not a st- <laughs> statistician or whatever the fuck they are. I. I can keep up with the conversation. I can nod my head because I can fake it till I make it. But yeah. sometimes, like you were saying some shit right now, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this nigga talking about. But all right, it sounds really <laughs> good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but fucking, um, dude, I, I want to get into college football now, too, because, oh, you know what? Quick shout out to my homeboy, uh, Brock Reiner. Brock, you my boy, dog. I love you. Thank you for taking care of the fucking super faggots last weekend. But again, this weekend, fuck the fucking Sheacocks. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, wait, who are they playing this weekend? Who do you guys got this uh, weekend coming up? Uh, so uh, here's the thing. I'm from Jersey, right? So if I'm watching college football, what am I going to watch? Rutgers? So I kind of just try to watch. I must admit, I'm not the biggest college football fan. But I have for the last few years been trying to get into it because I want to know these guys before they come. And then us drafting the national. I bet you uh, want to know a guy before he comes, don't you? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, I I like to watch the ranked games. So whatever whatever teams that are ranked that are playing each other, I know that that's going to be highly competitive usually. And I Mm -hmm. watch those. Like last week Mm -hmm. I watched watched Notre Dame. uh, Who who did Notre Dame play? But last week I watched every single double ranked game. Okay. And uh, they get pretty good. I watched Texas uh, A&M. Destroy Texas Tech a little bit. Uh, Alabama, of course, killing it. Who else did I watch last weekend? Uh, it doesn't matter. But, yeah, I'm trying to get into college. Because, right because uh, when I watch the NFL draft, I got to, like, look up these players while they're talking about them because I don't know much about them. Right. And uh, last year I started because I knew we were going to need a quarterback. And I got the guy I wanted. I wanted Mac Jones. And he won the national championship. So Hell yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm – I, I want to get into it as much as I can. Um, I've been trying for a couple of years, trying 
hard. You know, I grew up just a few miles south of USC. You know, everybody thinks it's the University of Southern California. No, that bitch is the University of South Central. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'm telling you, USC is in South Central Los Angeles. Like, literally across the street from USC, there's um, the gardens. There's University Gardens. For those unaware outside of California, gardens, anything that ends with gardens in its name is the projects. All right? You got Hawaiian Gardens. You got fucking Avalon Gardens. You have uh, Imperial Garden. Oh, no, that's Imperial, it's Imperial Courts. Anyways, University Gardens. Those are all the, the motherfucking hood, Chief. That's the motherfucking hood. They got to make, oh, make it sound appealing by saying garden. gardens. Gardens, yeah. <laughs> you know what's a trip, though? I come to find out that these projects, they were actually made for veteran housing after really? World War II. Was the intent was uh, so veterans could have, like, veteran housing when they got back from the war after World War II. But... Guess they ain't doing no shit wanna... like that now. Yeah, hell no, man. I'm off... Dude, we're going to get into the VA in a minute. I completely forgot about yeah. that shit. They ain't but, doing um, no shit like that. Dude, before we uh, we 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 move off of sports, um, and yeah, Sheecox, I take it back. I'm going to need y'all to win this. Well, no. <sighs> Go Rams. Fuck the, sh- oh, no. Fuck the <laughs> Sheecox. Go Rams. So, sorry, Brock. I love you, boss, but I hate the street talks <laughs> with a passion. That was a fucking, t- that, that was our ball. All right. 2012, yeah. that was our ball. Anyways, yeah. um, how, uh, I'll and tell they you should have ran it with Marshawn Lynch. Thank you for not, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. And that's an Oakland boy right there, too. So, tonight, tonight, keeping on the sports thing before we go, uh, I like the new one and done uh, baseball. Yeah. I don't, obviously. Oh, I love it. I'm sure you would have loved it if things went differently for you. Um, Because you are a Yankees fan. Is that correct? Yep. Yep. All right. So what happened with the Yankees yesterday? Didn't you guys have like a $24 million pitcher or something like that? $324 million pitcher. Come on, mierda. Dude, take the three out of the way. Take the two out of the way. I'll be a $4 million (laughs) pitcher out there. (laughs) He made $30 million this year alone. God damn, to lose. Anyway, go ahead. So um, was it a good game at least? Did you guys watch it? Because I didn't watch it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I watch every – so I'm a big Yankee fan. I watch every 162 game of the season. And then I'm obviously the playoffs. But this year I could have told you that was going to happen because you know who I wish we were like? Your L.A. Dodgers. They know how to fucking build a team. And not only do they know how to build a team, they know how to apply that pressure. Who won the World Series last year? The Dodgers did. What did the Dodgers do? They go out and get the best available pitcher in free agency in Trevor Bauer. Now, that didn't work out because he had some, some allegations and he didn't play the rest of the year. But what do they do at the trade deadline? They get Max Scherzer, a World Series winning, uh, one of the wor- best pitchers ever in the game. And they have the best shortstop in the league in Corey Seager. And then they go and get uh, uh, Trey Turner from the Nationals, another great shortstop. And they just fucking add on and add on and add on. And they use their might. Baseball is not like other sports. There is no real hard salary cap. You, the big market teams should be better because they can spend more because they make more. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers understand that. When George Steinbrenner died, the boss of the Yankees, the owner, mm-hmm. his son took over how? Ever since his son took over, he's been trying to be cheap. He's been trying to not go over the luxury tax because the way it works is there's like a 200 million payroll. And if you go over that bracket, there's like a small luxury tax, which would have, equate to a couple million dollars 
to oh. him, it's nothing. It's pocket change for a, a multi-billion dollar uh, business, which the Yankees are. They're the right. most, they bring in the most revenue of any sport other than the Cowboys. I'm just thinking, like, listening to the last name Steinbrenner. Brenner? Brenner. Yep, Steinbrenner. Sounds a little... Uh... Yeah. Jewy. It is. So, it is. They are. That, well, there's your money problem right there. <laughs> but his father, but his father, his father was like what the Dodgers are now. Gotcha. His father would literally fire a coach in the middle of a fucking game if they weren't doing what he wanted them to do. Damn. He would go out and sign the best players every year. He would apply that pressure. And that's why the Yankees have 27 world championships. So they there's bought no their world championships. Yeah, but so did the Dodgers. It, that's what baseball is. The only team that doesn't is the Rays because the Rays are a small market team, but they have good people running the organization and they know how to scout draft players. And See, they understand that before we got to pay you, we'll trade you and we'll bring in prospects that are very good. I think, and that's great and all. Um, I, I would love to see, I guess I'm more of a, a dreamer, you know, legal, <laughs> a legal dreamer. All right. Legal dreamer. Let's get that out there. Um, I'm born here, goddammit. But I'm more of a dreamer of uh, I would like to see um, sport teams being represented by the populace of the city they're from, you know, because then we can really see who's the best at what sport, which people are the best at what sport. You know what I'm saying? You know what? You want to play for the L.A. Dodgers? You better be homegrown. You know what I'm hey, saying? In LA. LA. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, Cali, yeah. or in, you know, SoCal in the, uh, the greater LA area, the, the neighboring well, county has multiple teams. Yeah. Right. I mean, um, don't get me started with the LA angels of Anaheim. Well, I'm, yeah. They're not even in LA, but I'm talking about the San Francisco giants who are Fuck really good. Putos. Yeah. They're the best team in the national league. Fuck them putos. Fuck super faggots all right i hate them and i'm not saying it in the fucking way that people might get offended by i do get you like you know what i'm saying yeah i can't stand them dude look for those that don't understand california they are the hippies it's because california is is divided into three all right you got northern cali central cali socal all right so we're basically three states in one i consider norcal southern oregon um and there are three different different fucking ways of life yeah and um what sucks is socal we also got san diego you know yeah. and i don't like san diego i love it as a city but i hate it as a sports team anyway so fuck the pods too um padres are good too man that that them. division was hard man the, yeah but it, there was three teams that could have came out of that just like the yankees division mm-hmm. the red sox the uh rays and the yankees all three made the world or, or made, all, made the wild card or made the playoffs let the me, same could have been said for the Dodgers, Giants, and Padres. Yeah. Those divisions are hard. And just like on the gun line, y'all, you have somebody who is a definite ESPN nerd that knows all the <laughs> stats, and you have the guy that just says, fuck them because he fucking hates them. That's this guy right here, all right? I cannot shoot out the shit. And it's impressive. It really is. I wish I had the capacity to want to know that. All you I have to be lazy. No, not lazy, but you have to be really into it. Like, I mean, I, I, I can support my team and I will be, I'll fight a motherfucker over a team. I might not know more names than whoever the fucking is played on the ESPN fucking highlights. I might not know any more than them, but I still, I will fucking throw these goddamn hands, which are rated. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? 
dude. So I'm I'm sad to see that your uh, Yankees have gone because I would definitely love to see a LA New York fucking um World Series. That's what everybody was predicting at the beginning of the year, but that, I knew that it wasn't gonna happen. Be like LA, 19, be when was the last time they went now? Um, in 1980. Who the Yankees? Yankees and Dodgers. 2009. Oh, they oh they went together. Uh, yeah, it was in the 80s. The Yankees won. So the Yankees mm-hmm. hold the series against the, the, the Dodgers. But if, even if we somehow would have made it, there was no way we're – I don't think anyone's beating the Dodgers, honestly. I really don't. They're just too fucking good. Every They're, position on their team is an all-star. Bro. Every position on their team. I'm going to tell you something right now, okay? The Dodgers have let me down against the Cardinals multiple, multiple times. Yeah, that's the times. problem. And the and Cardinals are shit hot from what I'm yep. understanding. Yep. The only benefit is that they're playing in LA. And you know, LA is not a bitch made team either, you know. Um, but it's gonna be the a the rosters tough don't even compare. The rosters honestly don't even compare. The I'm, pitchers don't even compare. Dude, I just hope that Udias is out there on the mound today because that's become my hero, you yeah. know, and um tap in some motherfucking Hispanic heritage month up in that bitch. Hey, you like that hey. segue? You like yeah, that segue? I like it. <laughs> Especially baseball, since it's all mostly Hispanic. Bro, they call it America's pastime. Brought to you by Cuba and the Dominican Republic. <laughs> <laughs> by Central America. <laughs> fucking yeah, dude. It's fucking, uh, it's funny as fuck, man. But I'm, uh, Dodgers, uh, I'm out there for y'all. You know, I got my. They're going to get it. They're winning tonight. I got my Puig autographed hat. It can't see it anymore because. Uh, this dude is a head case. Bro. So let me tell you a quick story of how this happened. I told it, I teased it a bit on um, on the video that I sent out, right? So I went to go see the Dodgers play the Rockies. It was me and my homeboy Cabrales back then. Um, still my homeboy now. Um, shout out Cabrales, first arm out there in fucking Fort Hood. Um, and actually, he's the first arm with Hawthorne out there too. They're in hey, the same, nice. uh, they're in the same unit. So fucking, um, so dude. We're out there at the Rockies games, and this motherfucker does not get your basic fucking nosebleed ticket. No, this motherfucker wants to be, like, right there, third baseline, you know, yeah. first, second, third row. We were in the first row on the third baseline. And, um, dude, we were in – let me tell you, this guy is a baseball fucking nut nerd. And this is before they put the nets up, right? This is before when the ball could go right into your – Wait, there's right? nets? There's Nets yeah, now? now? Yeah, now. Oh. Yeah, uh, because a kid died. Oh. Should have fucking ducked or caught. Mm-hmm. Blame, the, blame the dad. Dad should have gone, got it. Uh, but hey, Nick, or duck, motherfucker. Keep your eye on the ball. <laughs> he took that shit literally. Damn. Well, but fucking. All, uh, of major, all of Major League has them now. Gay. But uh, <laughs> see, man, it's that fucking Brady rule now going out to the motherfucking league. Now, nah, anyway. <laughs> Uh, so fucking, um, we're out there, dude. Yeah, there was no nets there. So this is back. I can't even remember how long ago it was. I was still in, so it's over six years ago. So probably about seven, eight years ago. We're out there in, um, and the Dodgers came to play, and um, dude, the gates hadn't even opened yet, and we're fucking already at the gates. That's how much of a nerd this guy is. I'm thinking he wants to show us so we can pregame, slam a yeah. couple, get fucked up, right? Nah. We we pre-game for a like one beer, and he's like, "Hey, fool, we got to go to the gates." I'm like what? Like yeah. <laughs> so we go to the gates. They open up the gates. I bullshit you not. You would have thought this motherfucker was running from the media, dog. 
That motherfucker started boning out, just running. I'm like, where are you going, fool? He's like, so we can get some autographs, fool. So I'm like, okay. So now my fucking ass is running. Bro, I ain't about that life. I didn't know it was like that. You know what I'm saying? I always wondered how people would get him. But this motherfucker, we ran, bro. Yeah, they get him like during batting practice before the game starts. Exactly. So we're out there. He wanted to get Kershaw, but Kershaw wasn't even. He wasn't. He ain't coming out. But uh, so we go out there, dude. And we're seeing fucking, um, you know, we've seen the Dodgers warming up, tossing the ball around and all that shit. We're all fucking super excited. You know, I'm excited because I ain't never been this close to the fucking field in my life, you know. Right. And um, and who's right there? Justin Turner, Jaciel nice. Puig, fucking uh, what the fuck was that Beaner's name? There's, is it Adrian? Oh, Gonzalez. Yes, Gonzalez. Okay. First baseman, Gonzalez. All these motherfuckers are out there, right? Really good power left, uh, left-handed bat at first base. So Retired check this shit out. So check this out. Um, <laughs> they're throwing balls into the crowd, you know, here and there. There's some little kids around us and shit. <laughs> and fucking, you know what? That's why he wanted to fuck me up. Now I remember. Okay, so, <laughs> so, um, oh, what was the little fast black guy's name? Oh, no, there's a lot of those. Yeah, there's a lot. I might as well just say the one with the hair. But fucking um, <laughs> dude, fucking um. Anyways, so uh, who is it? Uh, Turner has the ball. I think Turner, Justin Turner, had the ball. I'm not sure if it was him or, or not. Somebody, but they throw a ball right coming into the stands, and I got my glove, and <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But um, he's like chucking it over to this little kid right here. And I already know where it's going. I already know you're going but to go. dude, here's the thing, bro. Here's the thing. I was gonna catch it for him and give it to him, right? Mm. So I grab the ball and I'm bringing in the glove to me and I'm grabbing it. Yasiel is the one that threw the ball at us. Yasiel threw it at us. That's right. I grab the ball and I'm holding. I'm like, oh shit, you know. And I'm gonna give it to him. And Justin Turner is looking at me like, hey, give the kid the ball. Like, I was going to, man. He's like, you're a fucking bully, aren't you? You big bully. <laughs> Dude, but he was just saying it at a jest, you know, like, at a, yeah, yeah, like yeah, jokingly. He joking. He's like, you big bully. I'm like, I ain't no fucking bully, man. Anyway, I gave it to the kid and shit. And Yasiel had this look on him like, I, I'm going to remember you, motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I felt like he was going to fucking beam one of those motherfucking balls right at my ass since I was at the goddamn uh, on the on the line. Um, on the third base line. Anyway, anyways, continue with the story. They're starting to give fucking autographs now, right? They're they're getting ready to wrap shit up, and they're giving autographs. And I had just bought that fucking hat at the at the mall because I couldn't find my my original LA hat, so I had to go to the mall buy that one. Fuck it, I grab it, and I'm. Cabral is like, hey, fool, hey, fool, they're coming here, they're coming here, fool. I'm like, I know, I know. And he gives me his ball. He had a ball, right? So I'm like, all right, give me your ball. Since I was closer to him than, than he was. And Cabral is kind of right. short, so he has little arms. He's like little T-Rex arms versus me. I can, like, you know, put that bitch all the way out there, right? So <laughs> this motherfucker, dude, <laughs> fucking Hafid, man. He starts just pushing me into the fucking kids, bro. I'm like, my like, don't kick back. Pushing me and pushing me, man. I'm almost fucking falling over the rail. I really do look like the bully the Turner was calling. Exactly. So I'm getting pushed into the kids. 
almost over the rail and I have the hat and the ball in there. And I'm like, Yasiel, por favor, me lo puedes firmar, por favor. Because I don't know how much this oh, motherfucker yeah. knows English. You know, that motherfucker. Yeah. That he motherfucker. Know that well. He's fresh off the raft. You know what I'm saying? So fucking. Um, but he. Quick, got I don't it. mean to interrupt your story, yeah. but real quick. you yeah. did, Do you know his story on how he got here? Mm-mm. Oh. Oh, you got to look it up. I'll look the dude it up. was like sold by the cartel. This dude had to pay millions to the cartel. No the cartel shit. got him here. He was in Mexico first. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yasiel's story. I understand why he's a head case. He's been through a lot. Damn, that he makes had to run from Cuba. No shit. Yeah. Dude, so I finally get it. I'm getting it here. I'm getting pushed by a couple fucking Cabrales. He pushes me, and my hand goes into fucking Yasiel's fucking body pretty much because motherfucker's pretty big fucking yeah. real looking motherfucker. Yeah. And anyways, he grabbed it. And um, he signs the ball, and then he grabs the hat, and he's giving me this look like. <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, oh, man, this motherfucker about to whoop my ass, dog. He's about to hurt me. And I'm like, gracias, Yacil, gracias, te lo agradezco muchísimo. And then Hafiz throwing his Spanish, sí, güey, gracias, gracias, te lo agradezco mucho. I'm like, bitch. Why didn't you come up here and fucking yeah, get the goddamn money? Pushing kids out the way. I know. He used me as his fucking puppet, yo. I was a battering ram for this motherfucker. But at the end of the day, I got that fucking uh, autograph over there. That's dope. And um, I was told, don't wear it anymore. Don't wear it anymore. So I never wore it. Unfortunately, something happened. I, I don't know. I was going to another L.A. game or to a L.A. support something. And I couldn't find my L.A. hat. Which is now currently up there. That's the one that I normally wear all the time versus that one. That one. Right. But um, now it's faded away. So, and I mean, I you know what I would have done? I would have had it stitched over it, like had them stitch lettering above his where he signed it in the same way that he signed it. That would have been fucking dope. That would have been dope. I wanted to put it inside a case. Yep. But I mean, it's not like it's gonna be worth anything. I'm, you know, he he ain't, hmm, I ain't heard from that motherfucker anymore. So, well, he's not in the league anymore, but because he's fucking crazy, he's he never lost his talent. That dude has been every time he played, he was a monster on the field. Yeah. A gun, his can, like I I don't think I've ever seen someone with a better arm than Yasiel Puig. Yeah, that motherfucker could throw you out from center field if you wanted to. Dude, I, I've seen that in very rare occasions, which is fucking badass to see a motherfucker yeah, just launch that shit from either center or right or left, whichever those outfielders, wherever they're playing, they can launch that shit all the way to home. Bro, you got yeah. your fucking beast. We know what you be doing at nighttime. You know what I'm saying? That's where a you get that muscle. Out. Hell yeah. That's why one arm is always bigger than the other, man. You ever notice that? <laughs> You can tell which person's left-handed or right-handed just looking at their arms. Let's go ahead and see your arms here. Uh. <laughs> but let me let me segue because now I want to talk about her, Hispanic Heritage Month. Wait, 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 I'm talking wait, wait, about Yasiel Puig's story. Come on. We in, a, in a second, it. in a second, in a second. Before okay, we get to that, before we get to that Cuban, all right, <laughs> I want to talk I'm about this one. Because he's a Cuban. Is he not a fucking Cuban? <laughs> you said that Cuban. Well, yeah, because I want to talk about another Cuban. Okay. All right, yeah, my little homie Cruz. So, oh, Cruz, of all things, anybody who knows Cruz, go Vols, all right? So I had planned with another buddy of mine to get the Power T tattooed on me as a memory of Cruz, all right? Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, things didn't go the way they were supposed to go, and time ran quicker than we thought it was going to happen. And so I was never able to get the power T tattooed. I'm going to get it eventually here 
soon. Um, I'm just too fat. Don't ask what that has to do with anything. I'll tell you in a second. But anyways, so I'm at the fucking Goodwill this weekend. All right. I'm at the Goodwill. And um, I was looking for a bicycle because bicycles cost too fucking much, bro. Yeah. Too much. Oh, my fucking God. I went to Wally World. I went to fucking um, Target, you know, to look for a bicycle, a cheap one. I'm not a motherfucker that's about that bicycle life that spends $800 on a bike. <laughs> I get those motherfuckers that do that, right? Cool. Mm-hmm. More power to you. I just want to do this because I want to take my kids out on bike rides around the block. And I don't want to fucking ride a fucking Pee Wee Herman bike. Which right. I think about it would be badass. But um, I wanted like a mountain bike, you know, like a takeoff trail, right? So I'm out there and, and um we're in the toy section looking for shit. And um my daughter finds a fucking little cat that she wants, okay, to build a bear cat. And all of a sudden, I see a little gnome. This little Ooh. gnome has a power T on him. Wow. And I'm like, hmm, what are the odds? And I'm thinking, like, wait, is that University of Texas? Or is that going to be the Vols? But then right. Texas has the Longhorns, right? As That's they're right. fucking. So lo and behold, I found this little gnome. Yeah, that's definitely Tennessee. That color is definitely Tennessee. Right? So yeah, I, I find. Think it is. Yeah. So I found it. Oh, trust me. I, I looked it up. <laughs> so I looked it up. And sure enough, this was a fucking. University or is it University of Tennessee or Tennessee University? Whatever. It's Tennessee a fucking University. yeah. Go Vols. And so I was like, and it's the right size. It's about Cruz's size. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, fuck, it's Cruz's height. It's the Vols. Got the power T on it. I'm grabbing this bitch. So I grabbed it. My kids were looking at me like, why do you have that? Like, it's a long story. But now my little homie Cruz. Is here with me. That's fire. I like uh, that. I like that's, that. That's what that was why before I went to that Cuban, I wanted to talk about my Cuban. So, ladies and gentlemen, I, like I introduce you to Cruz the Second, or like Little Cruz. I don't know. I'll think of a name. But well, Cruz is already little, so you yeah, <laughs> he's about it's the same height, uh, <laughs> almost the same weight he would have been <laughs> when he got out. <laughs> so yeah, dog. That, this is my story about Cruz, and um, I like that. I like that. Yes, sir. So now moving on from this Jew, I mean, this Jew. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, Kowalczyk. I was thinking about you. Uh, but no, moving on from uh, from that Cuban to another Cuban, we're going to go ahead and uh, touch a little bit on Hispanic Heritage Month. Uh, apparently, that's Hispanic Heritage Month. It's from September 15th through October 15th, I believe it is. Yeah. It's not even it, in one month. Hmm? It's it, not even in one between month. Between two months, right? Yeah. It's crazy. It, yeah. I mean, it just gives the black folks another thing to bitch about. But um, yeah, I said it. Uh, <laughs> but no, um, uh, honestly, I have my own opinions on on uh, on Hispanic Heritage Month. But before we get to those opinions, please, please, please tell us about um, the great black Hispanic hope. Yes, he'll oh, next. Yeah, the story of Yasiel Puig. Let's hear it. Oh, no. No, dude, it's, it's crazy. So this dude, the reason why he always like wanted more money and why he was such a headache on the field and always wanted a bigger contract was because that dude was in debt. So that dude defected from Cuba. So he was a part of the Cuban national uh, baseball team with his mm-hmm. brother. Okay. They tried, he tried to leave multiple times and got caught and brought back. Ah, from Cuba? He was able, yeah, from Cuba. 
He never got the dry land. Yeah, because what 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 Kadastro was doing, what Kadastro, what, what Fidel Castro was doing, was he he would literally pay people to snitch. Oh, okay. And so one of the baseball team's managers uh, or trainers or something like that found got word that, that he was trying to defect so that he right. could come play baseball in America. Right. And snitched on him, and they were literally imprisoning him, and then he had to get help from someone in I. I don't, I think it was Venezuela, but he went from Cuba to Venezuela to Mexico. And in Mexico, the cartel brought him to America. Uh, same thing we're talking about, the coyotes, the same yep. thing with the southern border. Right. And and these guys extorted him. They know, hey, you're a, you're gonna be a famous ball player, you're gonna make millions. And they held him for ransom. And basically his manager had to pay them to get him to America. <laughs> and this is all this is all before he ever played a single game or even touched american soil damn and that's and that's not unheard of in baseball a lot of the cuban players chapman guys like that they go through these kind of things just to even get here to live the american dream and play and play the sport that they all love damn dude that, but at I, least he's got at least he's got two months to celebrate yeah dude i mean shit you know i mean <sighs> All right, y'all. I try to stay away from political shit. I, I try too hard, but okay. We don't need a whole fucking month. We don't even need a fucking day. We're goddamn Americans. You know, I get it. We're proud of the, of the, how can I put this? We're proud of what our people have brought into the culture here in America, which I'm still trying to identify what the fuck is American culture, but I'm, you know, what our people have given to this country. You know, um, we gave them baseball. What more do they want? You know, <laughs> we gave them flavor on their food. No, nah, but, um, you know, honestly, I get that people like to have that appreciation, right? But, I mean, I guess I don't, if it's going to be fair, be fair across the board. You know, uh, let's, let's have Irish History Month. You know, let's have fucking uh, Norwegian History Month. You know, um, that's right. I'm not just classifying them as white. I'm classifying them by their country, you know, or yeah. let's have European History Month. I mean, granted, they get Columbus Day, but of course, they're going to have those same, but they have all the every day, da, 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 da. Okay, you know exactly. what? And so it doesn't work like that, y'all. I mean, you want to isolate motherfuckers. That's a good way to do it. But that's why I stay away from politics, because I think that yeah. I think um, was a Morgan Freeman who said it, you know, black history is American history. You know, yep, so it's sure all is. American history. Now, what I normally did at work, because I was part of this engagement group at work, um, what I would do for Hispanic Heritage Month, because we had to fucking promote that shit, or even as an EO, um, I would just put in like the sacrifices that they've made or uh, what contributions they've been given. For example, like, you know, um, one of the first admirals, uh, Farragut. You know, he was a fucking, uh, he was of Spanish descent, you mm -hmm. know, or how many fucking uh, Medal of Honor winners are there per capita, you know, or whatnot. I'll just throw simple facts like that of their, of their heritage, you know right. what I mean? And uh, Accomplishments. Yeah, you know, and I get it. That's cool. I mean, I'm sure a lot of folks would, uh, would know that they're Hispanic just by, based on their last name. But I do also understand that there were some circumstances in where they had to change their names. So, for example, like Rita Hayworth, 
you know, she's actually fucking Latina. Fucking, um, then you got the fucking Charlie Sheen and his dad, Martin Sheen. You know, they're fucking, they're Hispanic. Yeah. You know their brother, Emilio? I know Emilio, but I didn't know they were Hispanic. Emilio is a first name. So, like, you, any, I can give you a name all day. I didn't know they no, were No, but Hispanic. his name, what is it? Emilio Estevez. Esteban. Esteban. Est- Emilio Esteban. Esteban. Emilio Esteves. That's, that's his name. Well, get this. Charlie, uh, Martin Sheen, the dad? His name is Ramon. You can't get more beaner than Ramon, bro. I didn't know this stuff, man. Yeah. So, they, but back then, he had to change his name in order to get work. You right. know what I'm saying? So, Anthony Quinn, another one. You know, so I would bring out shit like that just for, for knowledge purposes. But it's right. not like blatantly out in your face fucking, you know. Right. Everybody gets a tortilla. You get a tortilla. You get a tortilla. Let's all have tacos, right. you know. And that's another thing I hate, bro. Being that we're not Mexican, you probably get this too. Um, I'm tired of everything being fucking Mexican. All right. Check it. Just because it's Hispanic heritage, I don't look like the right. Tapatio man. All right? right. I'm not the right. Tapatio man. But we're all the same. And Mexicans out there, check this out. You're not your own race, y'all. You're the same thing right. as we are. And that's a fucking mestizo. And get that yep. through your fucking head. You're part white and you're part fucking Indian. Whether you like it or not, all right. And then some of us are part black, also. That's the only difference. But it, we're not one race, right? So what right. race is a Puerto Rican? We, we're oh, exactly. Race. We're a mixture of all races. Right. Exactly. We don't have Asian in us, bro. Our people came from Asia originally. Think about it. They came down Bering Strait, down this way. Have you? Okay, bro. I'll are you tell you. About natives? Are you talking about natives? Yeah. Okay, then yes, yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, oh, I mean, unless you want to go black on this and say we're all black, you know, we're all I, African, bro. I am so tired of these motherfucking Afrocentric motherfuckers telling me that the original fucking Native American was black and that America and the globe is backwards. That's the newest shit I've seen. That the Nile River <laughs> is actually the Mississippi River, and I don't like. You know what, dude? I, you're lost, brother. You're lost. You believe what you want. Oh, well, look at those statues of the Olmecs and this and that and that. Yeah, bro. Have you seen my people before the conquistadores came? They did have flat noses. They did have big old lips. But that's because of the area that they're at. Do your fucking research, y'all. I'm not going to go into it too much. But there's a reason white people have pointy noses and narrower pathways and motherfucking people that live in the tropics and the Caribbean and stuff like that have flatter noses. There's a reason for all that. Look it up. Right. You know, I'll leave it at right. that. Look it up. But the same reason why Asians have side, you know, slanted eyes or mm-hmm. pointing eyes. Well, he called them slanted eyes. Everything. Yeah, I know. I, I don't want to be offensive, but I, I, didn't, I was trying, like in my head, I'm trying to figure out how do I say this. But yeah, but there's a reason. Like it, it's usually geography. It's usually right. based on where you're at. In where the, you're at, where you come from, bro. And right. And, and that's the thing. Like, why are white people so fucking hairy the more north they go? Oh, it's colder up there. <laughs> he makes sense, right? But anyways, um, dude, um, yeah, dude, like um, a lot of these folks need to understand that, you know, you're, far, you're fucking part Indian and you're part fucking European. That's all there's to it. What? If your last name lie. ends in an EZ, your fucking Indian family got fucked by a Spaniard. All right? Yep. Lopez, that means of wolf, all right? It comes from the word lupu, which is actually Portuguese, which means wolf. So Lopez, which is fucking easy, means of, is of wolf. 
So yeah. just a little fucking history on the last name, y'all. And it's not just Hispanics either. Like like a lot of African Americans, I don't know what the, what's the correct term. People of color, I guess, is black. the correct term for them. Black. That's what I would always always have called them my whole life. But so a lot of black people from America, right? Unless you came from like Uganda, mm-hmm. unless you your, your family came here from Africa, you're also mixed. You may look completely black because at some point your mixed ancestors had had sex with another set of mixed oh, yeah. ancestors, and that gene was stronger through the you know lineage. But America is a melting pot. When you asked earlier, I don't know what American culture is. American culture is all culture. American culture is a mixture. It's a melting pot of all cultures. It's the one land that this is supposed to be possible. Yeah. But unfortunately, that's another topic for another day, my friend. Because, <laughs> I mean, we spent a whole fucking episode on that, and I still came out like, so what the fuck are we? But, um, yeah, dude. So back to the Hispanic Heritage. Happy Hispanic Heritage Month for those of y'all that celebrate it. Look, man, not everything is... Not everything is fucking be proud of your heritage. Be proud of where your people come from. All right. There's nothing wrong with that. But never fucking forget that your family and your ancestors, unless they were here already, you know, they came here from that place to get into a better place. Yes, you can have love for Mexico. Yes, I love El Salvador. I lived out there when I was 16 years old. I was 16 and I lived out there for the whole year of 1994. I lived out there January through December. All right. And um, I I grew a lot of love there. And um, but I'm not going to be saying that it's not a shithole country. I'm just Puerto Rico. Same thing with Puerto Rico. There's a reason why I'm not in Puerto Rico. Right. You know, well, I mean, y'all got more Puerto Ricans in the U.S. than y'all have in Puerto Rico. (laughs) That's true. That is true. That's very true. But you know what I'm saying, though, right? Like, I I get it. Like they say, mi orgullo. Be proud, man. No doubt. Be fucking proud, bro. But also, remember you're a fucking American. And now when I say American, I mean, I'm sorry, you're a United States of America American. All right? Because that's one thing that I got put on game. Bro, when I was in, in Nicaragua, when I went to go visit out there, like, I'm American. I'm like, yeah, so are we. So are they, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Dude, they, they fucking schooled my ass quick. Like, we're American too, motherfuckers. Which brings me to another point for maybe another day we could talk this. But I've had this conversation with my mom because she's from Nicaragua. And I'm always like, why didn't Central America just become one fucking country in itself and then make money by taxing the South Americans coming through their fucking isthmus or whatever the fuck it's called into Mexico, into North America. Dude, you will get bank. But one she word broke it down. Greed. You don't want to get stay on it, but one, uh, tribalism. Nationalism. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what I it mean, is. Because you want your, your views to be everybody. That's exactly what it is. And I told me and my mom had the discussion. Uh, she's like, yeah, because, you know, the Costa Ricans will want their capital to be there. Then um, the Guatemalans will want this there and they want that. And but and it's unfortunate. And that just goes into our Indian heritage as well, where, you know, um, we love our land and we want our land to be the best. So we're going to be proud of yep. our land. But, yep. you know, then you put mixed European shit in there, too. We're like, well, greed, motherfuckers. Yep. Uh, oh man, I, be, I, I get into it with my mom sometimes. Like, you know, why did the Spaniards have to come and fucking ruin, or the Europeans have to come over and ruin such a great thing? You know, the the thing is, even if it wasn't the European, the Europeans, at some point, somebody was going to. Mm-hmm. There's no way that we could have stayed living that same lifestyle forever. There's no way. We're gonna we're gonna go into that, man. We're gonna go into that. Damn, dude, this is this is taking a lot more time than I thought it was gonna take, bro. 
But um, dude, we can do a part two some other day. Oh yeah, dude. No, I'm actually enjoying this shit. We've been going about about an hour now. Yeah, actually, it has been an hour. Nice, right on. So fucking um, thank you all for hanging in there so far. We're gonna we're gonna move on now. You know, we did a lot of sports. I didn't think we we're gonna hit sports. That I thought it was gonna be like a ten minute conversation. Yeah. God damn. So you, know, uh, you brought uh, this brain on for that. Dude. Yeah, for real, dude. God damn. You know what? I'm telling you. Um, if I do another sports episode, I'm definitely gonna bring Brock on here. He's uh, the sports guy that I know from work. From work, he's a Seattle fucking Seahawks fan. He's actually from Iowa. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, but um, he he has an interesting story on why he became a Seahawks fan, and I give him credit. That motherfucker is diehard Seahawks, fucking Seahawks. I've been wanting to call him that on at at work, but I know that you know <clears throat> certain things get recorded. Point. Yes, she gets recorded, and next thing I know, I'm in HR. You know, and um, he I don't think he's like that, uh, but if for some reason somebody views that, somebody I'm, hears I'm it, overhears it, yeah. Yep. So yeah, dude. But um, nah, he's a good dude, really good dude. So shout out to you again, Ryan. No, not Ryan, Brock, Brock. Fucking white people in their fucking name, bro. God damn. I'm sorry. Two Hispanics named Daniel, well, Danny and Daniel Lopez. Dude, you got the name that I was supposed to have, but <laughs> but the nurse said, look, just call him Dan. Danny. Oh, Danny. oh god. I, yeah. I hate dude. being called Dan. I hate that. Bro, my my dad wanted to call me Dan. All right. My mom wanted to call me Daniel then if I was going to be that way. Right. Oh, so you're the happy medium that the nurse oh, came I in see. with. And I was born on Thanksgiving Day, 1977. Nice. nice. I you was a nice tragedy. Huh? Right. Yeah, dude. Hey, no wonder I'm the way that I am, bro. I was <laughs> born on a fucking on a day of genocide. Yeah. <laughs> oh my indigenous day but dude um speaking about fucking massacres there's this movie that just came out it's called um the many saints of newark mm-hmm. that's that's right next to my city i'm from okay Paris, right New on Jersey. so um it's based on this show back in the early 2000s called the sopranos yep Great fucking show. If you've never seen it, I highly, highly recommend you watch this before you watch the movie. I was going to tell people watch the movie and then it'll lead on to what The Sopranos is, but you won't get a lot of the... It'll be funnier in some in some ways if you watch the show first and then revert to it. Okay, so there's a lot of people say that this was a massacre uh, to the show. All right, Dad, it was, it was, it was basically like Indiana Jones 5 to part one. You know, my like, aunt told me that my aunt no. told me she did not like it. Really? I personally loved it. I love the movie. I, did, I thought it was great homage. I think the place where people got angry at this movie was because um, during the trailers, they did put a little bit of emphasis. Like there was going to be a lot more of Tony Soprano on there mm-hmm. than was on screen. Mm-hmm. This ends up being more of a story of Dicky Moltisanti, who is like the mentor to Tony Soprano. So it's more well, it's like history. A right. It's the story okay. of the person who would mold and Tony. guide Tony. But Tony's not very is not in it very much. But the way they showed in the trailers, you're gonna see like this fucking change in Tony to where he becomes the man that he is, which I think honestly, the way they did it was great because now it sets up 
for them to put another prequel, a sequel to this prequel. About Tony now. About Tony in his formative years into the mafia, which doesn't exist. You know, it, it doesn't exist. That's, but um. <laughs> but that's my issue with a lot of these movie trailers and a lot of like like uh, these albums that come out and they do these these pre-shows and they, they, they show a little bit too much. You get fans thinking they're going to get a certain thing. And even though the movie or the or the album may have been a masterpiece and no one right. said anything, you already formed a biased opinion on what you wanted to see and you didn't get that. And so now exactly. you're trash. Exactly. And that's exactly what it turns out to be. You know, a lot of the times we uh we hype it up more than it's gonna be. And in mm-hmm. our head, oh, it's gonna be an Academy Award winner. Nah, dude, you you, you have to go in there unbiased and, yeah. uh, with the expectations of it's gonna be good. But it's never gonna be like the fucking show because only right. th- the one great thing that I did like was that they used um, uh, they used Tony Soprano's real son. Um, so James Gandolfini, they used his son Michael Gandolfini, identical splitting fucking image. Wow. Him. dude! I mean, ident- same fucking glares, same gesture. I always like when they do that. Yeah, dude. So it was a great homage. You know what I'm saying? And I, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Was it a fucking, uh, you know, like the greatest thing since sliced bread? No, but I wouldn't say it was shit. Like a lot of people are saying it was garbage. I thought it was good. I really thought it was really great, to be honest. It was a good, a good, um, just a good way to pay tribute, if anything. Mm. You know what I mean? And um, it was cool to see like the story of, of Dickie Maltesanti, somebody that we heard a lot about or that we heard about, but didn't know much about. And then getting to see wow. like some of the... Um, the main characters in the youth. Yeah, dude, it was yeah. pretty good. A lot of people didn't like it. And, you know, that is what it is. Um, but there were some other, uh, there was some other shit that, that has been out there that I wanted to talk about, man. Um, I wrote something here. Squid Games? Yeah, but I, I wrote something next to the Sopranos movie. And I can't oh. understand my handwriting. Maybe you can understand it. I can't read what it says. Uh, it looks, I don't fucking know. It looks like squid something. No, that says stead. So many. Hmm. I have no idea. That's terrible handwriting, brother. You should be a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, whatever. <laughs> it must have not been that important for me not to write it correctly. But fucking <laughs> following that, dude, Um, another thing, great thing that was what you just mentioned, squid games. Um, I had to fall in the hoop. I, I had to fall in line and see what the fuck was all about. Um, I thought it was fucking really good, to be honest. Exp- explain it to me, because I tried to and I couldn't get into it. So explain right, so, what the Squid Game is. Okay, so the Squid Game, Um, you only watched the first episode. Did you watch it, watch yeah. it, or did you just... I tried it? to get into okay. it, but I couldn't watch so it. So what it is, think of the Hunger Games mixed with... you ever seen this movie called The Cube? It sounds okay. familiar. So the cube in the movie, the cube, there's these guys that are that wake up in a room. All right. And then they have to fucking find patterns or discover fucking ways to go from room to room. Each room has like, oh, like an escape room. Right. Yeah. So with this one, so all these guys have debt in squid games. All these guys are, are gamblers, degenerate gamblers that you know um are in debt bunches and bunches of money it's set in korea and um so fucking um this dude the main character uh he's indebted to uh to some you know some bookies i guess or some loan sharks 
and he's offered a position to participate in these games. In these games, they're not told from the beginning, you know, um, you're going to die. They don't tell them that. They tell them, like, you know, there are six games, and winner gets all this money that's in this piggy bank. They dump money. So people, long story short, they become pretty much like the, the, um, the game itself. They get betted Ooh. on. All right. So they're bet on. And so these games start off with hide and seek. Oh, not hide and seek. It was a uh, red light, green light, which yeah, I, saw I remember playing that game as a kid. Red light, green light. Anyways, or Mother May I was another one, too. Anyways, red light, green light. I remember playing that. But in this version of red light, green light, if you move, you die. You die. Yeah. yeah. You get shot. That. So um, there's rules to the games. Like if everybody decides to quit playing, they can quit playing. Um, which they end up doing, spoiler alert, they end up doing, and then, um, but they come back to play again because money talks bullshit yeah. walks, right? So if you can get over the sub, like, uh, the, like their lips, I guess I grew up with watching shit like that on regular TV with Bruce Lee and fucking, you yeah. know, uh, you know, Jackie Chan, I saw those, too. those movies back yeah. in the day where, you know, that's what we make fun of them because they talk like this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's all. Uh, so I, I grew up watching that shit. You know, on Sundays they would have um, the fuck like kung fu theater type shit. So, mm -hmm. anyways, I, that didn't bother me. It was really good. I have to give it another shot. I'm gonna have to dude. Give it I would recommend it. it during the game too. So. Yeah, I recommend watching it. Um, and just like we talked, you know, go in there without any preconceived notions. Yeah, and here's the thing, dude. This type of shit is what we need for entertainment, honestly. And I'm not saying the killing or anything like that. I'm just saying just something other than reality shows. Right. You know, because that's everybody wants to watch just fucking reality shows or the news. You know, now what this brought me to watching that shit, though, was, damn, this reminds me of the gladiator games I wanted to have for fucking death row inmates. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And that would be awesome having something like that because I know I'd go bet on that bitch. But um, oh, yeah, I'm just you'll see people's true colors. If that was ever reality, if that was ever accepted societally. It would be big and profitable, very Bro, profitable. You can see my true colors right here. I'm betting on that shit. <laughs> believe that. You believe that. <laughs> but no, it's it's pretty cool, man. And then um, you know, not to get too much into the storyline of it, but um, the dude is like, you know, he he makes a couple of friends there. It has a twist at the end, kind of like Saw, you know. Oh. So um, it's, I love the Saw movies. Yeah. So think of it something like that. It's like the Saw meets fucking Hunger Games. So kind of like that. It, it it's entertaining, you know, and it's binge worthy to me. And it'll have you think like, what the fuck? But I mean, it is what it is. And it's very yeah. fucking predictable. It really is pretty predictable, but it's still entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Now, one thing that I wanted to watch that I thought was gonna be entertaining, but kind of like you, I only gave it one episode and I quit on it, was manifest. So I like that I like that show. See. And man, what you watching? You busy man? You a busy man over there? My wife texted me. Ah, oh, she here already? Is she, you yeah, she she's going to wash her car now. Oh, I thought she needed to go. I thought you needed to go or something. No, 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 I don't. I'm good. No, oh, okay. she just wanted to let me know she was leaving. That's a good wife. That is a good she's wife. She's a great wife. She good shit. Good shit. But, but uh, manifest, mm -hmm. man, that is it. It challenges. So I'm like you. Like I like to. I like to predict movies and shows that I'm watching. And I'm usually right. Right. Manifest through me completely the fuck off a lot of time. But the, the premise of it is a past. It's like a, like an intervention from God 
like uh but they also kind of make it scientific to where there was people studying something and okay and and so there was a hundred passengers on a, on a plane they go they go on a flight so they were on an original flight from some i can't remember if it was hawaii or something like that right and they, they, so there was a overbooked on a plane so Got they it. asked people to volunteer to take a different flight so some of these people, you know, split with their families and went on the later flight because they got like free tickets or something like that. They right. got some kind of credit. And during that flight, there's a bad storm. And so you see at the beginning of it, you see that whole flight take place. Okay. You see the turbulence and all that. And then you see them land. During that flight, somehow five years have passed. Oh, shit. So these families had moved on with their lives, remarried, uh, you know, some people committed suicide, like things happened, people died. Uh, five years had passed in a time span to what these people felt like was just one flight. A quick flight, yeah. Yeah. And then they have like, uh, so now they have like these, uh, these visions, these, these, uh, they see things and they're okay. called callings. And so each passenger, they can either all be connected or they can all each have individual callings. And so they're, they're trying to figure out what does this mean? And they come to the conclusion that, okay, we have to follow these callings because if not on the, on the, uh, for the amount of time that you were missing on that same day, you're going to die if you don't follow these callings. And it's, it, I think it's like four seasons. It, it's a really good show. Okay. I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna give it another shot. It sounds kind of like this old movie. Yeah, I remember called um, millennium. I think it was called, about a flight well oh, that was more about flights that were getting diverted to like space by aliens handle your business baby handle your business no hold on somebody was trying to call me let me text him somebody was trying to call me i got you meanwhile while he's doing that um yeah dude um i i think um i'll, I'll have to give that a try you know uh, I'll definitely go ahead and, and watch that show because anything's better than watching that shit show of the fucking pullout that happened out in Afghanistan, bro. Um, I, I would agree. I would agree with that assessment. Them segues, right? The motherfucking yep. segues. <laughs> I think you were born for this, man. <laughs> right? Fucking. Um, now, the reason we're talking about the Afghan pullout is because we have a, a listener, uh, Mr. Mariscal. He wanted to. Uh, he threw it out there when I asked everybody what they want to talk about. And he threw out the Afghan pullout, you know, and the breakdown of that shit. And it's um, and then uh, Lopez here, he brought up the fucking um, the sports. Hence why we started off with sports and he's on here. So what are your thoughts on the pullout and the Afghan shit that's going on? Huh? I've said my piece so, before, that's why. So my my thing is, first of all, I want to say. I'm glad we're, we, we, we don't want to be in Iraq anymore. I'm or, excuse me, Afghanistan. I'm glad we wanted to leave. I'm glad we wanted to bring our troops home. Um, but just like with everything else with, and, and I'm not talking because I'm a Republican and they're, no, I'm talking specifically on this topic. It was the most, I can't think of a bigger failure recently. Even when you look back to the ISIS being formed after we left Iraq, it wasn't this bad. Obama didn't leave people in Iraq. Obama didn't leave uh, uh, citizens or civilians or troops or even um, Iraqi nationals that wanted to come because they helped us. Mm -hmm. He had the wherewithal to at the very least take that and bring them back. He had the wherewithal to not leave uh, equipment in the hands of people that you knew that your, that your own generals were telling you a government that was going to collapse. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the things that Biden said, he said that uh, the generals 
No, no one said, no one could have predicted that this was going to collapse. No one could have predicted that it was going to be. We saw from the con congressional testimony, General Miley and, and, and uh, the Secretary of Defense, they said, no, we predicted it. Mm -hmm. We knew this would happen. And, and, and how could you not? They were warned about it. They were forewarned. How did you not have a plan? You know, and then what was the guidance given to you? I get it. Ultimately, you're the president. Like you said, the buck stops here, you right. know. But and, it's not even stopping there because he's not even taking accountability. Right. He's and trying to push it off to another administration. And that's what pisses me off. You know, one thing I always say is when you become a section chief, you know, and you sign that fucking those documents, you take responsibility for that section. I'm right. not going to say, oh, the section chief before them was a piece of shit, you know. Right. No, I'm accountable for them now, you know. So they're a direct reflection of my leadership. And if anything's missing on that howitzer or on, in that section, it's my responsibility because I signed for it. You know, I'm not going to blame it on the yeah. prior section chief. Neither would the prior gun or smoke blame it on the smoke. Oh, who do we got here? Damn x-rays. Oh, fucking Lee Hunt just hit me up. But fucking um, that's where uh, where I I agree with you on. You know, I agree with you wholeheartedly that we should have left that place 10 years ago. Me and Hunt had this discussion. You know, we should have left this shit a long time ago. Unfortunately, we didn't. But the way and we needed to leave. And no matter who would have been under the administration, whether it had been fucking Trump or it would have been fucking Biden right now, it would have been a shit show. I think the MAGAs would probably still back up Trump, but I think he would have lost some MAGAs as well, you know, with yeah. with a move like that. I, I'm sure he would have lost a lot of them, you know, a lot of. Well, I mean, I actually I actually saw Trump's laid out plan for the withdrawal. Mm -hmm. I actually saw that his steps and he actually included and not, not saying it would have went down this way, right. but he at least had a plan. And I saw that uh, before troops was equipment and personnel to leave. Yeah, you need to retrograde. Plan. Yeah, dude. Yeah. We do but it all the time in the that's field. That's so basic. Exactly. That's so basic. Anyone should know that. You can't predict who's going to attack when they're going to like, you can't, you can do your best to try to, exactly. you can't, you can't predict those kind of things, but what you can predict is, What's going to happen if you leave billions of dollars of equipment there? What's going to happen if you leave lives there? And what's sad is like the Afghans that were left out there, you know, yep. to hurt. And that's why I feel bad for, you know, my Terp, he still has family out list. there. We gave them a list of the people that were there. We told the Taliban, these are the people that are here. Yep. But how much more incompetent can you be? Dude, that's, that's our president. I'd rather have Kamala right now. Honestly, I'm being honest. I'd rather have Kamala. I don't even know what the bitch is doing. But doing nothing. Uh, no, see, I can't even say that. I was say doing nothing is better than what Joe did. But then again, that's not necessarily true either. That's not yeah, necessarily true. I mean, true. So fuck. Right. Honestly, I, I, if it wasn't those two, who would it be? Nancy Pelosi? Oh, God, I know. Yeah. And I don't want her. Exactly. Yeah. It's not that I want a Republican. Right. It doesn't matter if it's a Democrat. It's just they picked the wrong one. They should have never fucked Bernie twice. They should have never did it. I would prefer Bernie right now because so at least I. I know that there will be some debates going kind of like they are right now about the debt ceiling, which for yeah. those that don't know what the debt ceiling is, Lopez here will explain it to us in his best Boricua way. What is a <laughs> fucking debt ceiling, bro? Okay. So the debt like ceiling, that segue again. So first of all, I do, that was good. So first of all, before we talk about the debt ceiling, mm -hmm. let's talk about debt. So America um, has accumulated a, 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 extra, a certain amount of, of debt throughout the years. The debt ceiling is the amount that, um, that our government has said, 
we're not going to go past this debt. So think about it like a, a sports cap, like a cap on a, on a. Right. Okay. Right. So we, oh, let's say, uh, okay. The, the easiest numbers for me, cause I talked about them a lot was when Obama was president. Okay. So the easiest, so when Obama took over, we were somewhere around $9 trillion in debt, maybe 10. That's what from George Washington to George Bush, that was the amount of debt the country had accumulated when Obama took over about nine to 10 trillion. Um, that was the debt that we have laid out basically to other countries like China. And then what Obama started doing when he was president was raising the debt ceiling, but not necessarily incurring uh, cutting on costs from the government. And so that was the first government lockdown when I was still in, that was what that was about. He wanted the debt ceiling raised. He wanted us to be able to spend more. And because we have the, um, we have our own printing press, we can make our own money. Uh, it doesn't matter. We can just keep raising the debt ceiling and just printing out money that doesn't matter. And that's kind of what they want to do. Mm-hmm. But we saw it kind of start with Obama when our credit score from, because countries have credit scores. Mm-hmm. So this country had a triple uh, A credit score, right? At the time when Obama was president before the, the government lockout. After that government lockout, our credit score went from a triple A down to an A plus. So it dropped two points. Right now, the US dollar is the currency of the world. Mm-hmm. That could change. It could become euros or, or, or pesos or, 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 or what's the, the, the Chinese one? Let me see if I'm understanding. Um, the Chinese is Japanese, is the yen. Yen, yen. That's the one I was thinking. That's about. Japanese. Oh, okay, but, um, so Japanese. So let me, let me try to see if I can understand this kind of. All right. Um, because I already can see the arguments. Well, it's because Obama uh, incurred a war. That was already so it's right. just Bush's fault. Right. It's all gonna get it is. Right. so um is. now. So with that said, um, if I'm understanding correctly, just throwing out numbers, we were 10 billion in debt when he took over. Trillion, yes. Ten, 10 trillion. Damn. Sorry, we're making up numbers here. It's 10 quadrillion. No, this is <laughs> I know, I know, bro. That's when I started hearing motherfuckers throw out numbers like, oh, they want to borrow 3.6 billion a uh, trillion. We just making numbers up now, dude. Yeah, what the yeah, fuck? That's a crazy number, right? So, it sounds crazy. So downgrading from a triple A would be like an 850, and then the A plus would be like what's basically your basic like 620. 620. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what I wanted to put in people's mind. Try to try to Okay, so after uh, Obama's eight years, after mm-hmm. Obama's eight years, he had more than doubled the debt, and we were around 20 trillion in debt when he left. Okay. Now I'm not saying it's all Obama's fault. You're, people that would say that about Bush is correct. There were two pointless wars that were very, very fucking expensive. Mm-hmm. And, and, but it seems like we're now that snowball that it's rolling, it's just getting fucking bigger and bigger. And, and no one wants to stop the rolling. They just want to keep adding to it. $3.5 trillion in spending is what Biden is proposing right now. He's trying to tell you that you won't have to pay anything. Right. Zero dollars. It's going to cost us zero. That doesn't mathematically make any sense anywhere in the fucking universe. But that's what these politicians are doing from both sides. Uh, Trump was in a, a cheap. He was a big spender too. Obama, Trump, now Biden—they're all being big spenders. Well, because everything that they, they have planned, everything that they have been planned, um, is has to get paid somehow or another. So what right. Biden is saying out there is that, or not Biden. Well, I think Biden was one of them saying it. But uh, Pelosi, Biden—they all said. And it. Schumer—they're saying that this is for. Um, the money that we're asking for is not to tack onto the debt ceiling. It's not money that's been spent. It's not money that's not even going to be. It's not money that's going to come from you. You're not going to pay. Yeah, you're right. We're not going to pay for it. But my kids and their kids are going to pay right. for it. 
You know what right. I'm saying? And they're exactly. also saying that it's an um, excuse me, it won't uh fuck anybody other that unless you make four hundred four hundred thousand or more or something like that. I think we've already proven that argument to be invalid, though. Don't you think? Well, first of all, four hundred thousand a year is not rich by any means, and that's a dual income housing. So if your wife makes two hundred k and you make two hundred k, which is middle class, kind of living a little bit comfortably, look at that, that, states, that, that. That's in certain states. I think that's rich. That that to me, that's hood rich. You know, because um, right. But you're not I, rich, rich. You're I, that would be to me upper middle class. That would be like the right. high middle class to me. Right, and you're living comfortably. You can yeah. get what you want when yeah. you want. You're, you're not nice wealthy. Have a nice car. Right. You're not wealthy, but you're you're rich. You know, you're comfortable. Right. Like you said, you're comfortable. So we're we're starting off with that argument that if you don't make over 400k a year, first of all, that you the the, the rate at which they want to be taxed is crazy is astronomical. It's over 50%. So you're saying if you make 400k then it's okay to pay 200K because I'm, I'm, we'll just cut it even at 50, even though we know it's more. They, they propose up to 90% taxing on these people. I'm pendejos. But let's just say it's even 50. You can't, there's, there, you can't just say half of your income gone because you make 400K a year. Now you are lower middle class just because you make more money and you work harder and you earn more. Now, if we were talking about strictly billionaires, that'd be a different thing, but they're carving out tax breaks for these billionaires because these billionaires are the ones funding their campaigns. So you're really not, it's, it, that, that whole argument is invalid. Plus you gotta equate inflation because these billionaires are gonna lose on their bottom dollar. Mm -hmm. So all they're gonna do is make everything else expensive so that they can keep making the same profit margin that they were already making. So it's, 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 it's an asinine argument. It's never, capitalism isn't perfect, but socialism is, is, is more times than not led to disaster. Yep. yep. It just has. And that's, that's history. And those who, re, who, who don't learn from it are bound to repeat it. You know, and almost every socialism turns into communism, except for some like Finland and places, but they don't even consider themselves socialists. Because you got to think about the size of their fucking country. Their countries. Yep. You know, it's not like we live in this fucking, oh, God damn it, we lost our homie. He'll be back. So, meanwhile, I'll go ahead and take this time to. Wait for him to come back in. Um, I hope you guys have been enjoying this. I do appreciate y'all being here, hanging out with us. It's been about an hour and a half now that we've been on this pod. Um, but oh, here he comes right back. Give me one quick second. He should be coming in here in a second to join us back. Um, like, that, he, he just got so angry about the socialism and the fucking, you know, freedom that he just couldn't take it no more. He had a fuck. He I was tried done. to adjust my AirPod and it hung up. <laughs> nah, dude. Um, but, you know, it, 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 it's to your point, like I'm just talking, I'm just thinking about like taxes, you know, like, for example, I have money in the stock market, right? And um, I'm going to get fucked in, in at the end of the year, because my dumbass didn't understand that I pay taxes on it, not when I pull it out of the account, but when I pull it out, and even if I just hold it in the fucking, yep. in there, each time there's a transaction, you know, if there's gain on it, is I think 30% or something like that. I don't even know, to be honest, but I think you have to make X amount before they even fucking check on that. So I might just sweep that one under the rug. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, I didn't make thousands or anything like that. Right. But for those of y'all that are investing. It affects every, but it affects everybody, especially in the investments, especially in the 401ks. Yes. Uh, yes. It, it affects you. Dude. The good thing about 401k is when you have money in there, it's in there. But mm. it's going to affect the rate of growth afterwards. Right. Dude. So here's one thing I trip out on. So um, there's some states. Uh, 
I'll, I'll bring California to this because I remember hearing it out there. In California, because everybody's buying electrical vehicles, you know, um, in LA specifically, everybody's buying electrical vehicles. Um, the gas consumption has gone down. And yep. with that also, people have moved out of LA proper, you know, like, you know, the city of angels itself out to the outskirts. To the outskirts, yeah. yeah because they don't mind driving that long distance anymore because well, they're in their pocket. Electric, yeah. Exactly. Right. So California was thinking like, hey, we're fucking losing money here because we wanted electric cars. How are we going to start funding these goddamn projects we have? Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and make a mileage tax. So yeah. now they want to start doing a fucking tax on mileage. So here's the thing. And I saw somebody break it down pretty fucking thorough, but it was the way I was thinking about it. You already taxed me on my income. All right. So I pay tax on my income. Yep. I pay sales tax yep. on a vehicle when I buy a vehicle. Yes, you do. Both state and federal. All right. Yep. Then I have to pay fucking um, gas tax when I use gas. Yep. So I have to pay tax on that as well. And now you want to tax me on how many miles I fucking drive. Yeah. When, when. I'm literally just traveling in a country that's supposed to be free. You're, you're mean, paying to travel freely. Right. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. So where this legalized and, fucking and that robbery. tolls already. Oh, that's why I hated the East Coast, bro. I Not to be a shithead, but your no, state no, no, no. fucked I'm me. With you. Your state pissed me off. When I went to yep. New, New York a couple of times because I had family out there. We went to New York from Maryland to New York. It's a quick drive for those that don't know. The Northeast is very fucking puny, yeah. dude. You take 95 out of DC and you'll go through Philly. Delaware yeah. is like a fucking blink of an eye. Then next thing you know, you're Virginia, in Jersey. Maryland, yeah, dude. Yep. It's a fucking, um, it's all small there. But Jersey by far had fucking yep. tolls almost every fucking X amount of miles. Another yep. toll road. Another toll road. I thought fucking Oklahoma was bad. Good God. Oh. Damn, Jersey. Y'all got that Jersey Turnpike? Mm, yep. Y'all got it, Chief. Y'all got it. But yeah, dude. Yep. Toll, but at least those tolls, I can understand if that money's they going go specifically. Back to the roads and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But, but I mean. But my point is you're already paying yes. to travel. And now they want you to pay more to travel. It's crazy. Dude, they fuck us every which way they can. Because like you said, yeah. at, the, at the end of the day. They're in a business, and a business does not lose money. So is it really only affecting the people that make 400 k or more? Of course not, man. Taxes, it's affecting baby. everybody, even the poor. I'm all about having just one standardized federal tax. I don't care how fucking high it is. I don't care if it's a 25% flat tax, but I don't have to pay taxes on clothes, on this, that, or the other. I don't have to pay taxes. Right. I buy cigarettes. They're my fucking cigarettes. Why am I paying $8 a fucking pack of cigarettes? Because we need to pay taxes on it. Bitch. You yep. luckily yep. I'm I'm on the road to quit smoking. Um, I'm trying, bro. Um, check this out. Off topic. Um, the VA. Actually, we'll just go ahead and, and move out of topics from this one. Nice segue. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I'm good. <laughs> so, um, check it out, man. Um, from cigarettes to fucking VA. How do you do that? Smoke secession. But check it out. So, um, the VA recently. I I've been. It's been a battle for me. All September was a fucking horrible, horrible battle for me. And um, finally was able to, you know, uh, make my appointments. And don't get me started with that shit. Anyways, uh, I saw my doctor and as usual, she told me I'm fat and need to lose weight. Got it. 
Um, I'm going to start taking my cholesterol's high. So I'm going to start taking some kind of shit for my cholesterol. I'm against pills, but at the same time, like the bitch actually scared me this time. This one actually scared me. She's like, you know, there's plaque mm-hmm. building up on your fucking blood vessels, right? I'm like, mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah. Once she said that, right. I'm like, fuck. Cause I started remembering my days as a dental assistant. I remember plaque and how it hardens. And next thing you know, it blocks and you're done. So yeah. Yep. I'm like, okay, I'll play your fucking game. You know, anyways. So she got me with the smoke session. I tried the pills originally uh, a couple of years ago when I first got out. Um, I think I picked the wrong year to quit smoke. I mean, quit smoking that time. The pills worked. I'm not going to lie. The pills fucking work, bro. Um, for like the first. Well, what are the side effects? I think without with those, I had the dreams. Mm-hmm. I think. I'm that's not 100% I, That's what sure. scared me about them. Because right. when I was looking into it, I don't know. I don't know if it's whatever you were using, but I was looking into medically using medicine to help mm-hmm. me quit. Mm-hmm. I can't do the nicotine. That shit makes me nauseous and feel sick. Okay. So I was looking at the pills. There's there's certain pills. And the first thing that I said was nightmares. And I already yeah. have that issue. Right. And see, I think that was the one thing that um that that caught me from from continuing. But I mean, it did, dude. I'm not gonna lie, like the first two weeks, because I mean it, you cut down, it's not a cold turkey type deal. You can still smoke while you're taking them, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then once yeah, they you tell have, you like, to take them like cut it down while you're right. smoking, like while then, you're taking them. Once you have your quit day sent. That's when you fucking bam and you start just taking them and they work, yeah. bro. I'm telling you, I didn't have any cravings, nothing like that. Everything was fucking good to go. And this motherfucker went outside to go smoke. <laughs> you already know. Yep. Especially we're when we're talking on. about it, my brain is like, get a fucking I'm with get you. A and normally right now I would join you with the craving, but um, they sent me the nicotine patches. So mm-hmm. um, um, I remember using them back in Afghanistan when I tried to quit, but um. This time yesterday, I think it's also a mental thing. You got to mentally be ready for it, you know, because um, that's what happened with the. Well, pills I come too. from a line. I come from a long line of fucking crack and heroin addicts. Yeah, and that is hereditary. Yeah, and I have an addictive personality. Yes. I really do. Like you, you can see it with my guns or whatever. Whatever I get into something, I like dive yeah. into everything, no matter Go what. And it's like, yeah. And my yeah. brain just keeps. You need something. You need something. Especially, I'm a stay-at-home dad. My I can't work. Talking about the VA. Mm-hmm. I can't work. I don't. Uh, my doctors won't allow me, and so I need something that gets that gets me, you know, occupied. Because if not, I'm depressed as fucking shit. Like to 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 really bad bad Bro, areas. That's where I've been lately, um, for a long time. I've talked about it a couple of times already, um, right. and I've been in this dark place, and it finally just hit me like just recently, like dude, you're fucking you're down a rabbit hole, you know? Okay. So I, I, even yesterday, like it hit me really hard. Like yesterday, I'm being transparent to all y'all listeners yesterday. It hit me hard again. And fucking, um, I tried reaching out to, uh, to the shrink because the shrink that did my assessment. Um, so full disclosure, uh, they said I'm major depressive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know how that goes to set aside with the PTSD or not. But I think somehow or another it's all intertwined. No, they're intertwined. They definitely okay. are. So fucking um, anyways, um, so I hit that that pothole yesterday again. And um, I like I need I need to get in sooner because my fucking for a system that is all about caring for its fucking veterans, I'm majorly depressed. However, they can't see me till November 23rd. Wow. So, yeah. And you know what's fucked up about that too? 
It's a fucking bad day for me. I already know it's going to be a bad day for me. That's the last day I ever talked to this little fucker because that was his birthday. You know what I'm saying? And I'm getting fucking teary eyed now just thinking about it. But um, fucking um, so it's going to be a bad day that day. I wanted to get there sooner. And um, I reached out to them through secure event message shit. And um, they, which is fucking trippy. I tr- I sent it three times, bro. And three times I went into my sent box. Didn't and it wasn't there. Mm-mm. Happened to me before. So what I did this time, on the last time, I started recording the shit, bro. So apparently what ended up happening, it, um, it, it goes into a draft. Oh. So um, I had to go into the draft. And then finish typing up what I initially was going to send. Once I finished that, I hit send. And I was like, I oh, I of course now it's sent. Huh? I bet I have a ton in my draft then. Because that so, same thing happened to me. Yeah. it goes Once it says draft or drafted, it stays in your draft. Because I hit send. You would think it would send it automatically. Send right? it. Yeah. Yeah. I got pissed off because it happened to me. That's how it happened to me initially in August. When I started fucking noticing that I wasn't there. You know, yeah, and I was I was like, Am I going fucking crazy? I know I hit send, bro. So all that did was fuck with my head even more. Like, am I yep. fucking going crazy? Dude, I'm talking about bro. I wanted to slam my fucking head through these goddamn windows because I thought I was going crazy, you know. Yeah. And, um I've been there. People, I, I, I tell you all this in all sincerity. I'm not gonna off myself. I don't think I mean thought about it, obviously. You know, who doesn't though? You know, you're driving right. sometimes. You think, what if I just twist a little this way, hit a motherfucking tree, fly out the windshield? Anyways, so, um, yeah, those thoughts have gone through my fucking head. And then, you know, so I started looking at some of the other shit that I'm going through. And um, shout out Combat Craig on YouTube. Um, He is this dude that breaks shit down Barney style, literally. And um, he has a bunch of videos. Check him out. Combat Craig on YouTube. It's. C-O-M-B-A-T-C-R-A-I-G, Combat Craig. Just look him up, and he has all kinds of shit that'll help you out if you're a veteran, if you're active duty. Check him out. That motherfucker. And then, dude, I just started going through this, through their shit and listening to him. I'm like, well, it's good to know I'm not the only one. You know what I mean? And I know I'm not the only one. And it's good to fucking decompress. And I don't even know how the fuck we got into this conversation now. You know, and that's where my fucking mind is all the goddamn time. You know, yeah. so try adding this at work. You know what oh, I'm saying? Man. So this fucking sucks. Is most of it at work, I just keep my mouth shut now. Because if I start talking, I'm going to ramble, say something inappropriate or completely left field. And people are going to be like, what the fuck is this? What did he just say? You know what I mean? So, yeah. And look at looking at criteria and shit like that. I fit a certain percentage on a certain scale that I'm being fucked on. And I noticed that. So, yeah. So I'm like, okay, you know, I, I got to do this. And so I think that, I think that percentage is higher than you think I'm getting fucked right now. I've been waiting for two years for an appeal to be seen. No shit. I swear. Yeah. Right. When COVID started, like right before COVID hit, I had a, did a, um, what are they, what do they call the, the, the evaluation appointment? CMP. Yeah, so I did one of those. They upped my shit, right? And I put in for 100%. I'm at 90%. I put in for, I'm over I'm over 300% on all my stuff, but I'm getting paid at 90%. Mm-hmm. And I put in to get that extra 10%. When I put in to get that extra 10%, they gave me another evaluation. And it was literally like a month apart. And they downgraded one of my ratings for, my, for the reason that I can't work. 
And they said, it's not, it's not as bad because my movement that day, because I had gotten my, my epidural injection was a little bit better. And so they downloaded it. And then I, I, I was like, I'm tired of this shit. You guys are fucking with me. My, uh, the caseworker that's helping me, she said, they're fucking with you. You should have gotten that approved for hundred percent. They declined it. I appealed. Um, and the, the appeal was never seen. And they had the, my, my lady found that there was another service members files inside of my file. So they were confused. Nah. And so I was like, fuck it. I'm done. I want to get seen by a law judge. So now it's in the process of being seen by a law judge because of COVID it's been on hold for two years now. So do you have an attorney already? I don't need an attorney because the judge is just going to go over all the evidence okay. and they're just going to make a decision and they're going to take it out of the VA's hand. Okay, cool. Um, again, I would recommend looking up Combat Craig. Check him out. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll find a video that is akin to yours, your situation. Uh, for me, I'll, I'll tell you right now, for me, it's on the, the PTSD chart because um, it got me at 50 for PTF, uh, PTSD. Um, after looking at the criteria, I'm not at 100 for PTSD. I'm definitely at 70, though. After reading the yeah. criteria, I'm definitely at that 70 mark. And uh, I think that they just gave me that 50. And what's pissing me off, bro, I was going through my fucking paperwork. Vets, go through your fucking paperwork. If you have e-benefits, go in there, go into my uh, my uh, into e-health vet or whatever right. it's called. Yeah. And yeah, if you have that blue, that blue shit, uh, check out your records. All right. For the CMPs and all the it's under encounters. Anyways, apparently. For one of my encounters, I filed for an increase. Mm-hmm. I never filed for any increase. You know what mm. I'm saying? So there's paperwork, and I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? Because the only times I filed for increases so far is recently this year. Because I filed for my TBI, which right. is, I think, is what's leading me oh. down this fucking whole yeah. shit where I'm at. And I filed for a TBI and for some other shit, which nor here nor there. I'll tell you offline about yeah. that. But fucking, um, for the TBI, they, they only gave me 10% on TBI, mm. all right? And I don't know, it's the, and it turns out it has to do a lot to do with the VA math because of the yep. whole pyramiding thing. So they're going to yep. give you, uh, they're going to lowball you on one and connect it with another. So, for example, yep. like my, um, my memory problems or my fucking imbalance. Yeah, exactly. They try to same with me. put them together. Because so, I did the exact same thing. Bro, but here's one thing. I don't know how my PTSD makes me lose my balance. I don't know how my PTSD makes me twitch at night. You know, I get the bad dreams, the nightmares, got it. You know, and um, but when my wife wakes me up from me shaking and twitching at night, that's not from a nightmare. I remember my fucking nightmares most of the time, and I know what they're about. You know what I'm saying? And um, these are times when she just wakes me up, and because my foot is like shaking or I'm twitching dude yep. that's some fucking thing wrong with my motherfucking brain you know what yep. I'm saying but yep. according to them it's not and then they give you some basic well fucking the thing tests. is the reason why they the reason why they lump them together is because PTSD is considered your brain and right. that's the only reason why they lump it together well that's the only reason yeah well they better find a motherfucking way to fucking up one of the two either yeah. one you know what I mean because that's I'm, I'm being fucked Honestly, and, are, and, so and I fuck myself too, though. I'm not going to lie. I fuck myself too, because I'm the idiot, you know, and I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of other veterans like me that are ID, ID 10 tangos um, that we have our pride, you know, yes, and we want to continue working and uh, we want to feel like we're still contributing. 
and we don't want to rip off the system. At least yeah. that's how I felt. You know what I mean? Yep. And now, yep. lo and behold, I'm at the fucking cliff because I wasn't honest with myself back then. Yep. And they're going to tell you, you took too long. You didn't. You should have. They did it with me. Yeah. I was a, I was fucking field artillery. I was fucking a 50 cal gunner. I used those fucking bullshit earbuds. And uh, I go in for my CMP exam. They tell me, yes, you do have hearing loss. You are you are losing not service in your left ear. Not service connected. How? How is Wrong. it not service connected? And it's okay. Don't even fight that battle. Look at combat Craig. He'll break that shit down to you. He'll break that down. And um, honestly, the they attributed my hearing loss. They said it's not hearing loss. What you have is your TBI. Your yep. TBI, because of your traumatic brain injury, your brain can't <laughs> register. Uh, yeah. It can't register or understand what's being heard. So it's delayed. Yep. Okay. The then why thing. am I only getting rated at 10 fucking percent? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That That's exactly. what it starts pissing me off at. So veterans, you know, I'm sure we all have our ways of doing things out there, you know, and I've been a big proponent of, I don't want to fucking take advantage of the fucking system and whatnot. But you know what? Fuck you, VA. Swallow your pride. Swallow yeah. your pride and get everything you're owed. Yeah, dude. It's not like we didn't earn it or we didn't deserve it. We earned it. Now, are there fuckers out there that are claiming PTSD that never fucking even completed basic training? I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it. Somebody you got know. rated for PTSD. This funny story. So I was on rear D when I was getting out from my back, when I was getting med boarded, when I was getting mm -hmm. retired. A guy literally claimed and was awarded PTSD because he got beat up in the barracks for sleeping with someone's wife. I heard about that. Dude, I heard are you kidding that. me? And then, I'm over here see, picking up body parts and shit, and I, and I get classified with mild PTSD, 50%. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. So, um, trust I'm me. I'm so mad at that shit. <laughs> I had a fucking uh, a Joe, Casey Brown. Fuck you, Brown. Um, this motherfucker got retired or got medically, well, yeah, medic. no, I, don't, I think he got medically retired. I hope he didn't. But um, at 80%. This was one of the biggest shit bag soldiers ever. And you know what? Normally, I will say that there's shit bag leadership that leads to a shit bag soldier. Right? Wrong. Wrong. Not always. This is one of those that I needed a chapter the fuck out. I, yeah. I, I tried every avenue, bro. I honestly, he was one that everybody had given up on. Like, And I was like, yeah. you know what? Let me give it a shot. But his there's only so much a leader can do until you do for yourself. His own stupid decisions got him to where he was at. He he's yeah. the one that kept marrying a fucking barracks bitch. You know what I'm saying? He's the one that ended up while he was deployed, marrying this dumb fucking bitch from Pueblo. She ends up fucking his, uh pretty much the somebody that she met at the USO, and fucking you know they're they're on on Fort Carson, you know, and then it's idiot. While he's in the process of getting divorced, right? This, this was the straw that broke my fucking back, bro. Well, I gave up on him. We're getting them divorced. I'm taking them step by step. I'm talking about, I'm being a good leader. Taking them by the hand. Right. We're going to go to legal. All right, we're going to go ahead and find out. We're going to go to the courthouse. We're going to find out what we need to do. Don't buy anything. Don't do anything. You two are still fucking legally married. Yep. That car is hers if you buy it, guy. He's a fucking PFC, bro. Oh, God. <laughs> PFC, early 20s, 
he goes out one day, I guess. He says, Chief, I want to go buy a car. I'm like, mm, I don't recommend you doing that. I can't tell him no, obviously. But right. I don't recommend you doing that. Well, you that used to be able to. You Kind of, but so it got, I just, so I told him, look, man, if you're going to go take an SEO with you, I'm not in Carson right now. I'm in Texas. I was out here in on San Antonio visiting family. So he took an NCO with him. Of all the NCOs he could take with him, he took the one NCO that I've always said should have never been in an NCO position. We had a couple of those. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know if it. Oh God. Anyway. You know who Woods is? He was in my section, yo. Jersey. Oh my God! From Camden, right? That motherfucker the hood. Dude was rocking E seven. No. I swear to God, on Fort Hood, I saw him. Maybe he was fucking uh, idiot savant. Maybe he was a fucking uh, you know goddamn a Forrest Gump. I don't know. Maybe he fucking kicked ass on the artillery. I don't know. I mean, the guy was dumb as a fucking rock. He used two left gloves. anyways um so this idiot picks on the dumbest nco ever to wear that right he was worse than fucking woods worse oh man worse because i think woods at least still may have had balls being that he came from a hardcore neighborhood you know when shit went down he'd probably be there i don't know but this guy this guy came to us from korea hot garbage yeah his ta50 wasn't in a rucksack. It was in a garbage bag. Anyways, that's how much of an NCO he was. Um, anyway, so he takes him. I get back on Monday, bro. Again, this is a PFC. I already know this is probably going to go. Getting divorced. Buys a fucking uh, Super Duty, I think it's some kind of a Ford Super Duty. Oh, man. I don't want to know how much he got raped on. I looked at him. His like, was probably like 900 Dude, all I know is I saw him and I'm like, why? Why did you buy that? He's like, chief, uh, it's a truck and I could take it mud. I gave up on him right there. Like, I told you, don't buy anything, especially because you're going through a divorce right now. Guess what's going to happen to that truck? Yeah. Bye bye. bye. And guess we're going to be stuck with that note. And guess who's going to be stuck with that credit? You. Yep, exactly. So at that point, that's not like, fuck it. Fuck it. You know what? He started the med board chapter or the uh, med board process. Because we're that's gonna probably ch- something that's probably best for him. We were gonna fucking chapter him. You that should've. was my plan. I should have. I started the paperwork. You can't once they get the once they get you can't the med board him. process, you can't, can't chapter him. Yeah, trust me, I'm tracking. I'm picking up. Trust me, I know that. <laughs> because I was already starting the fucking paperwork on him. But well, you can, but the problem is what happens it's is, not gonna go anywhere. Well, they both go up to the, to the post commander and he makes the decision when both processes are done. So the med board and the chapter paperwork got to come together and yeah. then it, it takes a, you think a post commander gives a fuck? He doesn't. He has to make that decision. That's the yeah. only way. So it's not even worth it. Dude, this idiot tried to kill himself by slicing his upper arm. <laughs> All right. So that's how he tried to kill himself. And you know what's worse? The shrink believed this shit. 
And I don't think she believed him. I think it's more like, um, okay, so he's a cutter. He's depressed. No, he played the system. He played the system yeah. to the T. And um, dude, funny story. I was in a, I had taken him to mental health one day or behavioral health as it's called. Yeah. And I'm sitting down in the fucking, um, in the lobby while he's being seen by the shrink, right? Uh, so I'm like, you know, scrolling through here, going through Facebook and whatnot. And I'm having a text conversation. Dude, I um, I was like, is it wrong of me if I just fucking, if I mean, it'd be just great if he just fucking blew his brains out. Something to that extent. Like, why can't this motherfucker just kill himself already? You know? Yeah. Right about. That's frowned upon. Bro, as I was going to hit send, I realized the name that was on top of the fucking um, text box. Casey Brown. <laughs> Almost oh, said <laughs> no. Dude, I was this close to sending him that text message that said, and, and you know, I, he probably wasn't going to do it, but if he would have sent that text and uh, he actually did off himself, mm-hmm. you're getting a charge, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, my career would have been. But he wasn't going to do it. He, he wasn't going to do it. Nah, man. He wanted that money. Oh, shit. I missed a call. You don't kill yourself with the shoulder. Hey, I missed a VA call. Let's, mm. hear, let's hear what he says. This is uh, Dr. Roberson calling from the VA. Um, I received a call from this number and returning the call. When you get this message, uh, please give me a call. It can be reached at the 210. Blah, 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 blah. A call from this number. You don't even know who you're calling back. And that's what pisses me off because I left them my name and my social. I received a call from this number. Can you be any more fucking condescending? Fuck, I hate these people, man. Just for you, I hate them right now. Like It just makes me mad. What pisses me off is I left them a very specific voicemail with my name and my social with my social that way he could like at least type it be like oh because i know he sees many people but at least right. he could review his fucking notes before he calls the fucking number do yeah, your due fucking diligence you know what yeah. this is the shit i'm talking about y'all this is shit i'm talking it's, about it's frustrating man because you know the fucking you're a fucking doctor or psychiatrist or something you're you are a you have a fucking job Mm-hmm. And the least you can do is know who you're talking to. That message right there, for me, the way I took it, it was super disrespectful. I received a phone call from this number. So he's not right. even calling the person. He's calling right. the number. Uh, yeah, he could have said, hey, uh, hey, Mr. Lopez, I'm returning your call. Um, right. You know, I checked your follow so professional. I mean, something, yeah, something other they than. Have, they, don't, they don't get ramifications. They're going to have their job regardless. Yep. If that was, if that was a, a, a civilian doctor, they're going to, you know, they're going to earn their fucking They'll be money. more professional. Right. Yep. Uh, it pisses me off because oh. I already know what I'm going through. Oh yeah, off. that. And I think on that note, we're gonna go ahead and end it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, let's do it, I'm about to start getting call pissed them back off. and get your stuff. Yeah, get your I ain't calling them back. They can suck my fucking balls. <laughs> Motherfucker waited a goddamn day because I called him yesterday. You do? You know? Whatever. Fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah. Then they wonder why motherfuckers off themselves. All right. Yeah. Then they wonder that shit. Anyways, dog, I appreciate you being here, man. We took a two-hour oh, fucking a two-hour trip from starting from a blackout to sports to fucking a little bit of everything. So yep. if y'all made it through this whole fucking podcast, thank you. And if you could do me a favor for real, for real, uh like, sub, or at the very comment, least, fucking subscribe. comment, send me a death threat. I don't give a fuck, man. <laughs> just uh just let's just get that algorithm going, all right. I hope y'all enjoyed this shit, man. Uh, Go Pack Go. Um, Go Dodgers tonight. Rounds complete. Intermission. Gun line out. Bye, motherfuckers.